to the South Road Boys. I'm Joe. I'm Troy. How are you, mate? Good, buddy. How are you? Oh, yeah. It's been Easter. It's four days it, off. How can you not it be has. good? And um, we're doing a little bit of uh, love songs and dedications. Yeah, it's a bit of a, a bit late of South night. Road Boys after dark. Yeah, it's, um, it's, I do feel as though I've got my sexy on. Do you? Yeah, because it's just a little bit later and the voice is a little bit deeper. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's so, quite for all the lady roadies in the house, <laughs> if you got any requests, hit us up on Facebook. <laughs> Facebook. Facebook. <laughs> it was quite uh, funny that before we went on air, I, I don't know why, out of the, the deep recesses of my mind, it was I pulled out a Joshua Cadson. And the thing that I love the most about you is that I was able to go, on Joe's on a radio love line, which is actually Bose all night. It radio is Bose, yeah. Yeah. And you were able to pull out the 1992 Joshua Caddison album. <laughs> <laughs> actually, it would have been around there too. Yeah, it would have been it early was. 90s. It was because it was, um, it was about the time... It must, his album must have come out just before I was dating my wife so i remember making mixtapes with you um i still love doing that (laughs) in your in your parents uh in your parents house but you had the under underground boudoir yeah in the cave in the dungeon and um and that was one of those ones where we just it may not have even belonged to you i think it belonged to chris um and uh yeah he had that album Mm. I remember the album. I can't remember what was his signature track though. Um, Jesse painting a picture about all used to be. I'm trying to think of the name. But now song, I should know. Because I don't think it was called Jesse though, was it? Your dreams are never free. Tell me all about that little trailer by the sea. Because maybe Jessie, it is Jesse. You will always shall. And a dream to me. This is this road is just another excuse for Joe to have a sing. It is. This I happens remember that a lot. song though. That was one of those ones where it was like the ladies are gonna love this. It was and also he had the flowing locks. And also had the part two to that song. On that album there was also a part two that was still about Jesse and all the rest of it. Yep. Mm, so way ahead of its time, Roadies. And then <laughs> um Oh Send me postcards from LA. Same with love forevermore. Yeah, that was his Elton John kind of piano-y sort of ballad. Yep. Joshua Caddison. No one probably, unless they're over the age of 40, (laughs) would have any fucking idea what we're on about. He was like the Kenny G of pianos. He was. He was like the... um, I reckon Michael Bolton would have actually had wet dreams over him. Oh, Michael Bolton. I fucking now... Do you know what? I didn't (laughs) ever appreciate... I never appreciated the genius that is Michael Bolton until he started to do, he did that Lonely Island track. Oh, it was spectacular. So, roadies, if you've never heard um, Lonely Island. Or if you've never heard of Michael Bolton. (laughs) Well, if you've never heard from Michael Bolton, then none of this is going to make any sense. But there was a trio called Lonely Island and they they had duo. No, trio. No, Justin Timberlake was only a a slight in member. 
No, no, no. The original lot, when they did Jizz in My Pants. Yeah. There was three of them. Really? I'm pretty sure. Why the fuck were they called Lonely then? (laughs) (laughs) They had shitloads of friends. (laughs) I'm on a boat, chair. I'm going fast, chair. But that dick in a box with Justin, JT. Yeah, but Lonely Island had their thing that they came out with. They had a Jizz in My Pants. And then they had I'm on a boat featuring T Pain. Yeah, which was a great song. Is a great song, not great was. song. And, is. and then they had the one that I still occasionally sing after sexy time <laughs> with with Akon. I just had sex. Yeah, it's a great and song. It felt so good. Starring Jessica Alba. It is in the film clip. Anything with Jessica Alba. Hello. We are there. <laughs> Hello, oh. Wayne. <laughs> I still remember when Dark Angel came out. That was her first main gig. That was with the tattoo in the oh, back of the neck. Oh, wowzers. Wowzers in my trousers, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> Goes for hours. Uh, Jessica Alba. Oh, the <laughs> memories I've got. Mm. Um, so what have you done on this uh, Easter long weekend? Done a bit, actually. Um, yeah. Bike Boy's been out and about again. Solving oh, crime. Hello. <laughs> yeah. What about with tricling? Uh, yeah, with, with um tricling and uh, like relate. Like relate. <laughs> yeah. So um, pedaling down crime. Actually, strangely enough, um, so I did I did a ride on Saturday and a ride on Sunday. So the ride on Sunday, uh, my lovely partner Jazz and her son Harry went with me. So now I yes. think about it, I could have actually called them tricling and like relate. <laughs> <laughs> I actually thought that's who you were referencing. It started. No, I actually wasn't. That's just purely coincidence. Um, it's fate. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was good. They actually did a bit of a ride, and then we did a bit of a, uh, a hike up through Fern Glade in Burnie today. Oh wow! So I hiked about ten k. So I tell you what, the um, the, fit, the fitness freak, the inner fitness freak, is just <laughs> busting out like Hulk. <laughs> the rele- release the beast, oh, dude. Actually, <laughs> I've been pretty me- impressed with myself last month or so. Been very active. I've done about a hundred and. 110k on the bike now. Fuck. I know. <laughs> don't, don't make me fit. You would like me when I'm fit. Yeah. I, <laughs> I can guarantee, man, we're a long way off fit. Actually, it was and funny on Saturday. So my ride, normally I go wherever. And then I normally come out past the surf club in Burnie and then go up through Burnie Park. That's the best hill to go up. Yes. Um, out of all the hills, that's the yes. best motherfucker. Um but I'm cruising along in front of the surf club, and there's about half a dozen kids, probably seven or eight, playing um, cricket on the grass there. And mm. I'm I'm actually thinking this is cool because you don't see kids just playing cricket, throwing stumps in, and just you know just having a bit of fun outdoors anymore. This is really oh, awesome. What do you call kids nowadays? Well, seven or eight, I said. Like, oh, kids. okay, probably yeah. kids, kids, kids. Yeah, not not um, the young whippersnappers in their early twenties. <laughs> no, no, actual kids. Um, but as I'm cruising past, dudes go around and said, "Oh, Papa Mono." <laughs> and I've kind of turned my head and I thought this is pretty cool but I, I'm i thinking internally dude you are overestimating my abilities on this bike dramatically <laughs> like I would have been like if Seth Rogen had done something like that like you know you basically jump up and you think you're the shit but then suddenly you run into some nana like helping her grandkids over the road or 
<laughs> or you hit a, a kid on the on their push bike or <laughs> run over a skateboarder. I don't know. It would have been. It just wouldn't have been pretty. Um, <laughs> when was the last time you popped a mono? <laughs> uh, okay, popped a mono. So we're gonna go. I'm, I'm thinking about it. Actually, I'm thinking about the same here that Joshua Canderson brought that album out. <laughs> I reckon about '92 is it. <laughs> Jesse painted a picture of me popping a mono on my bike. Oh, that sounds gold. Oh, it was just funny. Internally, I'm thinking, oh, dude, you have overestimated my abilities so severely. <laughs> but you know what? I love the intent. I love it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, pop a mono. That's, that's up there with Shashi tits. <laughs> even, even the fact that the little kid used that term, I thought was so outdated. Yep. Yeah, it was really cool. It's funny. Well, it's good, though, that the kids of the day are still using the word mono. I know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, give it another, well, it's seven, eight, so give it another, what, another seven, eight years, it'll be Popper Stiffy. Maybe that'll come back. <laughs> <laughs> I have never, ever yelled out Popper Stiffy. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly not where you're playing cricket and some dudes just go past on a bike. <laughs> no, maybe, maybe when you... <laughs> maybe maybe when you go past the mortuary, pop a stiffy. <laughs> so there's a word, stiffy. That's a word of the old era. That's like back in the uh, Knights of the Round Table sort of era. That's how long ago that is. But it was quite funny, though, because I have a sister called Stephanie, and that's one of the words that you can say that used to annoy her. <laughs> call, her call her stiffy. <laughs> see why that would annoy her at all. <laughs> she's, tw- she's 25, and I think it still annoys her slightly. <laughs> <laughs> that's brilliant. Shout out to Stiffy. Oh, Stiffy, I hope you're listening. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that's gold. She is going to mm. hate that. She is. But she, she, you know what? She's a roadie. So I love her. Uh, look, we, Actually, love, we love all our roadies. I, I loved her before she was a roadie. but uh, You love her more now, though. Oh, how could you not? Oh, dearie me. Um, <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, wow. Now, one thing I needed to mention, because it has been brought to my attention. Oh. Last week. Oh. Last week, we uh, had our episode, and we didn't have a day of the week. <laughs> you know. You <laughs> see, it's funny that you bring this up. Yeah, why? Because I was so happy about it, and I thought maybe you jumped off that horse. No. And you grabbed a different pony, and you were now riding no. that pony. And the horse had <laughs> just galloped off into the wilderness. Yes. No, the reason why, folks... Yay, um, motherfucking yay. <laughs> the reason why there was no day of the week last week um, is because I only have one source for my fun days of the week. I don't actually trawl the internet looking for anything obscure. I'm quite lazy. Um, and last week was make up your own holiday day. Oh. So I just went, meh. There you go. Well, the thing and is, too, one- I mean, when you... If you're going to look for days... And you've only yep. got one source. Mm. Um, by the time you spend all the time looking at midget porn, it doesn't <laughs> leave a lot of time to come back to like you know something as insequential as days of the week. Like, True. you know, sure wouldn't you prefer to see a little pebble pouncing around in different positions, like little puppies in a pound? Short people got no reason to live. <laughs> oh, shout out um, to all our uh, our little people the- listening, our little roadies. Our vertically challenged. We love you guys. 
We love you guys. Um, this I, is I, like a, I, this is a virtual pat on the head. We love you guys. Yeah. Hope you get a ride in November at Flemington. <laughs> <laughs> um, and this oh. week there is none at all. There's not even a day of the week at all. Really, it's, no, no days this week. No, I think. Ah, oh, this is great. Wrong. You know why? Yes, because I emailed the bitches that actually run that website and said, "Fucking stop it." <laughs> Mind You're you, the only though, website, and Joe's using you. Just stop it. Save all the roadies. We don't need this shit. And yay <laughs> to them. Mind you, tomorrow is World Party Day. Well, I'm here actually enjoying a red wine, so maybe it's already World Party Day here. And if we if we keep on going to the three-hour episode that this could quite possibly be, <laughs> we might make it. It's a party in my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> party in my podcast. <laughs> There's a ring to it. (laughs) It's out the back, though. (laughs) Oh, dearie me. So funny. I love you, man. (laughs) I love you, too. (sighs) What else has been going on? Um, It's not much other than being busy. Um, There was some cool stuff that happened um, on the interwebs the last couple of days. Mm-hmm. Um, did you see? And actually, I, I threw this one on our Facebook page. Um, check out the South Road Boys on Facebook if you haven't done it yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, but did you see the little poll I put up about the cheetah that jumped in the back of the car? I did. <laughs> that is gold. So dudes are in uh, Tanzania doing their little <coughs> wildlife tour. Sounds like a made-up country, though, it doesn't does, it? It does, doesn't it? <laughs> I mean, it hasn't got the integrity of Tasmania. No. It's Tasmania. <laughs> I know, I can't even say it now. But um, mind you, that's why when you talk to people who are from uh, the Americas and you say you're from Tasmania, yeah, they, they get go, confused. Oh, wow, your English is good. Yeah. To the, <laughs> wow, you're to so the po- pale. <laughs> to the, exactly. To the point where I'm like, no, Tasmania, yeah. not Tas- Tasmania. Tanzania. And they're like, yeah, like the Warner Brothers, the, the Tassie Devil. Because I met a guy who actually thought that we probably sounded a bit like... And I guarantee every mother licker in the planet thinks Mm. that the Tassie Devil spins. All of them do. Oh, no. Look, they are... Cardians never lie. (laughs) Cancer-ridden, angry motherfuckers. Wow, that actually made it quite horrific. (laughs) Well, it just does. I mean, people don't realise this, that, that, that that is the biggest threat to the Tasmanian Devil at the moment. Is um, a cancer they can't cure. That facial is specific. tumors. Facial tumors mm. makes them look like roadies. I think it's decimated something like seventy percent of their population. Yeah, yeah. To the point where Warner Brothers actually um, started actually gaining some money out of all the toys they sold to donate it back to actually try and find a cure, which is kind oh, of cool good for them. Yeah, good on them. And if you don't know what a Tassie Devil is, like they are. Fucking angry. And they sound like banshees when they scream. They've got the worst yeah. scream ever. But they're only small. They're only the size of a, oh, a large cat. Yeah, pretty much. But they're like a. I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna say that a hide like a wombat. But if people don't know what a wombat is, they won't understand that. But they're tough. They are. You wouldn't they're put like them a... on a spit. You wouldn't put them on a barbecue and make a skewer. No, I don't think they're tasty. <laughs> I don't, I think, don't so. think they're a tasty treat. <laughs> And they're not a hunter, they're a scavenger. So they'll wait till yeah. someone else fucks it up and then they'll just go and pick it up later. That's like takeaway. Yeah, yeah Basically, pretty Someone much. else makes it for you. 
Oh, uh, but anyway, so the Cheetah. So, um, mm. Tanzania. They're cruising, doing their little wildlife tour. Motherfucking cheetah jumps in the back. Why are you driving around with the windows open? I don't... What, was it a window? Or was it just an open-air Jeep? I'm not really sure. Oh, okay. Yep. But, um... But jumps oh, in the back. Way. And apparently the guy's told to basically don't move, don't breathe, stay still. Yep. Now, the question I put on the little poll on Facebook is... Would you be able to stay silent and still and do what you're told? Or would you just freak the fuck out? Now, I know which one I would do. Because I'm thinking, I'm not going to stay here and be just a bit of dead meat waiting to be eaten. I'm going to at least give myself some kind of a chance. Mm-hmm. Bike boy can get out of this. He can escape. <laughs> <laughs> Bike boy is the only way out, though, is to throw a lycra lad in his way. <laughs> <laughs> but the cheetah, you look at the video, the cheetahs are actually chewing on the headrest of the back seat, like just gnawing away at it like it's a cat toy. <laughs> and dude's just sitting there still. I would be losing my mind. Oh, yeah. seriously. But apparently the cheetah just got out again, kept wandering on. I think the reason why, if I was in the car, that the cheetah would move on would be the stench of me releasing my bowels. <laughs> <laughs> Where my sphincter would just... It'll either tighten up or completely lose uh, all control, and it, it, I'd just soil myself. You would be, you'd be, if you're a religious man, you'd be saying your prayers, and oh, the life, the life would be flashing through. <laughs> it would be flashing through all the things. Even yeah. if you're not religious, though, I reckon you'd be going, oh, I might hedge my bets here, <laughs> just in case. <laughs> Dude, if if you're up there, oh, I'm going to see you soon and this sucks. But if you are up there, why the fuck did you do this to me? <laughs> I mean, of all the ways I could have died, this isn't going to be pretty. It's going to be on the internet everywhere. Everyone's going to know I'm going to look stupid because all I did was sit still. <laughs> on dash cam. Oh, imagine it there. Guy dies in cheetah attack by sitting completely still. <laughs> The thing is, actually, that, that that raises a good point, right? Because you've got all your atheists and your agnostics who either say there is no God or go, you know what, I don't know whether or not there is or not. And they get put in these situations of there's a cheater in your back seat and it's about to bite your head off. Do you think ugh, it'd be interesting to see a poll of which deity they would invoke the help of in their final moment? Would it be, oh, there's oh. a God, what are you going to do up there? Or is it like Vishnu? Save me. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking monkey god. Whoever you are. <laughs> come down and bash the shit out of this thing. Like, don't be a chimpanzee. Be an ape. Bash the <laughs> fucking cheetah. <laughs> I don't know. Well, you know. I don't know enough my- gods. I really don't know. I mean, aren't they meant to be like thousands of them if you really get nitty gritty? I mean, I only I really if- know of about three. <laughs> I think if you go to the subcontinent, which is be India, I think that number's in... In the hundreds. Okay. But I think there's there's probably a dozen or so main ones. Um, They've obviously branded like, themselves a little bit better. <laughs> they've got a Facebook page. Yeah, you know, they're, they're out there. They're out there on the flesh. Yeah. yeah. They're doing selfies, meet and greets. You know, I love a, a bit of Instagram. Exactly. Of which, so n- nice little segue. Excellent. <laughs> so we're now on Instagram. Oh, it's very exciting. Fantastic. Uh, great way to meet some new roadies. Um, funny story though. So I thought I'd get off my off my high horse 
instead yes. of Joe doing all the technical stuff, <laughs> I'll kick in an Instagram page. So I did all that yep. today. It was really cool. Even put a little post on to kind of market it out there to people that might not know us. Were you happy um, with yourself? I was pretty happy, yeah. And then yeah. I said to you, I said, Joe, <laughs> I got off my house today, did some cool stuff. You've been doing a lot of technical things. Set us up on Instagram. And he said, I've already done it. <laughs> I said, you fucking told me you didn't do it. He said, no. Basically, in case things kind of explode and this goes all right, we want to make yep. sure we've got South Road Boys locked down Yes, on social media. Of so course. that's why when I put in South Road Boys, wouldn't come up. I thought, fuck, that's a coincidence. Is it funny? You just that... look it up. Oh well, no, I didn't even consider that because you told me you hadn't done it ages ago. Because <laughs> Instagram was just a little bit beyond your technical prowess. Oh, most most things are. So anyway, so now we actually have um, South Road Boys podcast, which, to be honest, actually probably explains what we are better anyway. But later on down the track, when we go bunto, and I'm using your yep. word, I'm loving to use that lately, bunto. Bunto. Um, we'll have two Instagram pages. <laughs> bunto batshit crazy. <laughs> so um, Instagram, if you're on Instagram, Roddy, so um, South Road Boys podcast. Check it out. Or or you could just go to South Road, Road Boys. Boys. Yeah. Where where there's actually a picture of our album art yeah, it's as funny, the main what page. A, what a so if Troy had have actually looked that up, he would have seen his own yeah, face. Yeah, no, it's great. Yeah, thanks for that. Yeah, <clears throat> are you welcome? Yeah, no, it's Do right. you want me to find you on Instagram? South. <laughs> what, what would happen if the South Road Boys and the South friended the South Road Boys podcast? What well, is that going to be? One of those situations where Instagram could explode. <laughs> so oh, if you Google Google, <laughs> oh. But you know what the thing is that it, that I find um, interesting about that is there's the urban legend out there that if you Google Google, it's going to shut it down. Yes. All right? How many fucking people still do it? <laughs> like, okay, you've been told that that's it and you're not sure, so you're still going to do it. That's the big red button. That's a wet that's paint That's the thing. wet paint yep, sign. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> if you're told you shouldn't do something because something might happen, you're always going to do it. Oh, I... There we go, South Road Boys. It's like, uh, I don't know if you have this story, and I don't think I had the story either, but Fuck. a lot of parents actually say, um, you know, don't play with it, it'll fall off. <laughs> so what do, do boys do? 300... They actually um, play with it. Uh, no, you're going to get this wrong. This shows you don't know tech. We've got 52 followers. Yeah, we have got 52. We're following about 300 people, but we've got 52 oh, we followers we're already. Fucking stalking them. <laughs> yeah, hell's yeah. We're so... at, we are everywhere. <laughs> Yeah, so if any of the roadies are out there and they've just seen their curtains move slightly, it's us, we're watching you. <laughs> you know that that sudden flash of light? Yes. It's not a camera. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's fine. We're also on Twitter as well, which we don't use. That's another one that we need to get on. What we need is a, we, what we need is a roadie who's, and this is, it sounds so pervy, but we need a teenage girl. <laughs> the South Road boys need a teenage girl. <laughs> to teach us how to use Twitter. Oh, I really didn't know where you were going there, and that wasn't what I thought you were going to say. No, um, I didn't think it was. I thought I actually thought you were going to go down the line, and I wasn't going to go dirty, so Rodies, <coughs> don't think that I'm like that. Um, He's not. Appearances are deceiving. <laughs> um, I thought you were going to say we need someone attractive to kind of post photos of them so people follow them, and mm. then somehow get dragged back into the Rodie universe. Oh, okay, yeah. Because yeah. I think from Facebook and even from Instagram, 
where I've got personal whatever, you often get friend requests. And uh, quite frankly, I don't know anyone who's that buxom in their 20s who would be interested <laughs> in being my friend. But strangely enough, doesn't have any other friends that are in common with you. Like, how do Not they one. find you? What a miracle that this wonderfully attractive girl found you. And it's not like we went to school together. No, but they've obviously been looking through, you know, like uh, pages on Facebook or Instagram and thought, wow, that's a devilishly handsome man with ginger. Or as I choose to say, dangerously handsome. Dangerously. Very James Bond. Oh, that's my thing. Like, I've, I've tried to convince my wife over the last 20 years, if she ever wants to curry favour with me... Um, dangerously handsome and we have our we have a couple of my wife's girlfriends who if i cook a meal for them when they come and visit and stay or whatever they'll just they'll drop the oh and you are so dangerously handsome wow so. that's <laughs> you know it's really funny i'm looking at you right now thinking well that's correct um but i'm also <laughs> looking at our little skype video and i realize that in this light the way it is i look very pale compared to you it's like i'm some kind of devil worshipy kind of just <laughs> Staring into the screen. Satan, devil, Beelzebub. Satan, devil, Beelzebub. <laughs> Happy oh. Easter. <laughs> oh, that's why vinyl should be back all the time, so you can actually reverse the music properly on the needle. Yeet, what, yeet, what, that's mm. marijuana. Yeet, what, I was reading what. something the other day where they actually said that for the first time since digital music inception, mm. vinyl and CD sales were actually higher than digital sales for a month in 2018. Really? Yeah. This is in the States. Yeah. Apparently, di- CD. apparently digital sales have dropped and vinyl combined with CD sales have arisen. And it's the first time that they've actually gone above digital sales. What do you reckon that is? Is that, is that, is that do you think, though, because people have access to streaming features like a Spotify or whatever? I don't know. I wonder the- that because um, I don't know how Spotify and, and Apple Music and all that actually counts towards charting. Yeah. Because it must because be a percentage that goes to artists somehow. Well, not from me because I get the free version. So, I But mean, I, I pay for Apple version. Music. I pay, what, 12 bucks a month? Which is so minimal to play yeah. whatever on Apple Music, and that's what that's what my wife does. She pays this the subscription fee for Spotify, yep, which is a twelve fourteen dollars a month. And um, the reason why she does that is one, so she doesn't get the ads, yeah. But the extra feature is that you can play songs in whatever order you want. So when you've got the free version, you just basically have to you can select an album, but it will play you that album in whatever order it wants, and really? then every third song, yeah. I didn't know that. I've never used Spotify, so yeah. And and I know that when I've put playlists together, so to to stop people selecting a song, adding it to a playlist, and then it playing through that playlist, it will play something within that genre. It won't actually just play uh, your playlist. So it does enough throw to, something random in there. It does enough to make you want to pay for it, but not enough that it's so dreadful that you have to. No, because like the other night, I the other day I was uh, trying to woo my wife and she has got a certain perchant shall we say for uh cock rock big hair metal cock rock <laughs> for some, wow for some reason the old big hair metal power ballad she goes all oh, that's a bit uh, that's a bit 
you know. Look, I'm, love look, bites. Look, I'm a bit that inclined as well, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I'll put a bit of white snake on it. There's a party in my pants, baby. <laughs> white snake. Nice. Oh, I love it. Mm. Yep. So there you go. But, but yeah, so that's that's interesting that CD sales have gone up. Like, cause, well, cause it's CD combined with vinyl. I think CD has dropped off, but vinyl has risen. There's definitely a lot more vinyl out there. I know that you're going into traditional stores like a JB or whatever, and JB Hi-Fi, and you've got rows now yeah, dedicated to so good, vinyl. Yeah. I actually jumped on JB at twenty percent off on the weekend on yep. Saturday, one day sale. Yep. Um, I jumped on and spent, I think, 240 bucks on vinyl. Yeah. Yeah. Just, I used to love the hell out of it. Um, and the thing I is, think... people will pay 40, 50 bucks for a vinyl where they wouldn't want to, they wouldn't pay $30 for a CD. No. It's like this, it's just kind of brought this tactile music relationship back. It's very cool. I think one of the best things that I, I think artists are being able to do when they do a vinyl is what they used to do in the 70s, 60s and 70s is they are able to create a journey. So you can listen to the Dark Side of the Moon album and it will take you on that that journey or you can listen to the David Bowie, the Ziggy Stardust and it's the whole story or Pink Floyd's The Wall. Yep. And if you listen to the album side one or side A, track, uh, you know, track one, you listen all the way yep. through then you're going on that musical journey. Yeah, how, how it was designed to be. Exactly. Whereas you've got the bloody crispies of the world who take <laughs> 45, 45 seconds of a song and then skip, skip, it. skip, skip. But it's not so yeah. not so easy to skip when you're on a vinyl. And you don't want to. And you, you know. know what too? You, um, you listen to vinyl, especially now, I listen to an album I maybe haven't heard for a long time and it makes you appreciate the other tracks because you have to listen to them. Oh, and there's some gold there. Yeah, it's just great. It really, really is. And not only that, the fact that it actually comes with the lyrics on the slip inside the vinyl cover as well. Oh, there you go. I never even thought about yeah, that. Yeah, I love. I used to love that. You actually kick back. I mean, I'm a little bit older now. I probably need to stand it back from the eyes a bit because I can't read it as clearly. <laughs> <laughs> um, can you make? It, oh, can you make it in a bigger font? <laughs> but it's so cool. Like all the lyrics are there. You don't have to jump on a website and work out what the lyrics are because you thought they were, you know, talking about. A um, what's a, what's the a one a while back? Um, going to catch some fish, but it was actually called fields. And everyone online, when he looked, said it was going to catch some fish. That's what it sounded like. But it was going to catch some fields. Um, but back in the day, if you didn't have that online uh, access, yes, and you didn't have that slip as well, everyone would be thinking that person was catching fish. <laughs> it's so funny though, because I could just imagine you the last one. That um, the last album you would have been listening to would have been, you must remember this. A kiss is just a kiss. <laughs> a um, no, which actually brings me like it's funny you mentioned that. One of my favourite websites of all time, and this is, you need to listen to the rest of the sentence before you get a fucking over the top about it. There we <laughs> okay. go. Is kissthisguy.com. <laughs> <laughs> Now it's not what you think. I am not sure um, it's becoming... not either. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's not. I am not becoming a, another member of the LBGTIQ community. That's fine. that's fine. I have no problem that's... with that. I will love you all the same. It'll give I'm me other sure. things to make jokes about with you in the podcast, <laughs> but I still love you all the same. <laughs> um, 
this website is called kissthisguy.com and it is dedicated to misheard song lyrics. And the reason why it's called kissthisguy.com is because Jimi Hendrix had a song and the lyrics were, excuse me while I kiss the sky. Ah, okay. And it was always misheard as, uh, excuse me while I kiss this guy. (laughs) And one of my favourite ones, it's so funny. You can go on there and it will... It will look. We can go through a couple of them, but the one of the ones that is my favourite is um, Robert Palmer. Mm-hmm. Irresistible. Um, addicted to love. Yeah, you might as well. Same face album. It, your memory. Hmm. Yeah, great song. And here we go. You might as well face it. You're a dick with a glove. <laughs> what? <laughs> the misheard song lyric is: You might as well face it. You're a dick with a glove. I've never heard it like that. <laughs> Ever. Yeah. <laughs> Cheap wine and a three-legged goat. I, I like that one. Oh, chisel. Yep. You know, it's really funny, though. There's a song at the moment. I think the band's called uh, Migo or Migos. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm listening to this song at work. And I actually said to Tiana, who was our admin guru at work, mm-hmm. I said, I've got another song like Fish, a.k.a. Feels. <laughs> I said, every time I hear this song, I think they're saying stir fry. She turned around, looked at me and said, that's because they are staying stir fry. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's such a stupid, dumbass song. It's singing about the fact they're twisting their wrist like it's a stir fry. And I'm thinking, I've got to have misheard that lyric. Like, There's no way known they're singing about a stir fry. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it's about a stir fry. Yeah. What about Van Halen's classic, Padded Bra? <laughs> What? <laughs> Isn't it amazing Instead that of, when you mishear a lyric, you can't hear yes. it any other way? You can't. No. Um, <laughs> what is... Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. This <laughs> roadies is Joe just looking at a scream, reading funny things and laughing at himself and forgetting he's actually on a podcast with people listening. Yay! So it makes a lot. I like big butts in a can of limes. <laughs> oh, I love, oh, I love anyway. a few limes with the big butts. Love that. Yes. Yeah. Just squirt it out of the top, lick it through the crack. Nice. <laughs> nice. Bee Steak, knife, steak, knife, staying alive. Steak, knife, steak, knife. People are mental. 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 Anyway, kissthisguy.com. Yeah, um, not not a gay site, apparently. Yeah, you really need to make sure that you put that in correctly. I'll tell you what, if, <laughs> if this was actually done on, uh, what are we, Sunday, yesterday. Yes. And you did that, and we're talking about this entire setup. Yes. It would have been the perfect April Fool's joke. Because <laughs> everybody would have gone, oh, they told us it was fine. Ah, oh, it's gay porn. <laughs> gay porn. <laughs> And then the Mind next you, podcast you, would have been like, <laughs> April Fool. <laughs> do you get into April Fool's Day? No, April not really. No, I think I used no. to when I was younger a little bit, but I don't know, I find it a little bit naff. My my daughter got caught out um, for April Fool's and not by me, which was a big fucking surprise. Um, they We went and there was an Easter egg hunt, obviously Easter Sunday. And what they did is they got the kids there to play a couple of games beforehand. And each of the kids had uh, an egg collecting paper basket. 
So they put all their paper baskets down, and when they got back from playing the games like a tunnel ball or whatever, there was a little Easter egg inside each of the baskets. And my daughter went, oh, winner. Like, I got an egg straight up, and I didn't have to go and search for it. She opened it up, and inside was a grape. (laughs) (laughs) The look of, the look of, you fucking what now? (laughs) Oh, Joe, that's terrible. Mind you, she did laugh. But I have another friend of mine, um, uh, Michael, who for years has always got his wife with the same April Fool's. He will go out in the morning, if it's a work day, and go, where's the car? Run back inside, fucking where is the car? Where's the car? The car's not there. And he pretends it's stolen. She'll come out and there it is. The reason why he does that though is because he'll receive a phone call. He lives in Melbourne. He'll get a phone call from his mum uh, if he speaks to her on April Fool's Day, she'll be, she's in Burnie and she'll tell him that it's snowing in Burnie. And every time he believes it. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, just, oh, it's snowing, snowing in Burnie at the moment. Not heavy, mind you, just snowing a little bit. Well, it has happened before, I guess, but. We exactly. So there you go. <laughs> Uh, I just think, yeah, the gay porn side, that would have been a great April Fool's Day. Mind you, it wouldn't have really worked, though, because we would have released a week later. Yes. And then, um, yeah, it just wouldn't have worked. Hey, look, as long as we had fun, <laughs> that's all that really matters. <laughs> uh. Oh, dearie, mate. What else been going on, mate? Um, Tell me. Tell me good stuff. Uh, well, not much, really. My mum's over at the moment, so a uh, big shout-out to her. We've had conversations that have not involved her vagina, so that's um, been And hopefully good. not her butt either, because no. you've, you've gained a bit of grief oh, hey, over oh. that, uh, to the point where I believe, so much. Uh, yes. through a few Facebook comments, you may be I'm out of the will. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, as I said to you, I'm thankful, though, that we're talking her type of money and not Reinhardt. Because, <laughs> Shout out to Gina. I'm um, certain Gina's a roadie. Auntie Gina. If you don't mind, because I've, I've I've got this theory. I call anyone like that, Auntie Gina or Malcolm well, Turnbull, Uncle Malcolm, just in case. <laughs> just in case there's like, and if you fuck it, no, this is a solid theory. What <laughs> <of> bullshit? <laughs> because if, if I could go down and everyone goes, well, Joe's always called her Auntie Gina. Maybe there's something to stick. it. Like, well, and look, look, the Reinhardt's is probably not my best target because I understand that they um have had some issues with inheritances oh, before. This is true. But, this is true. And I get that from my mum. <gasps> so my mum's maiden name is is Ledger. And she used to always refer to Heath Ledger as Cousin Heath. Oh, nice. And it was always Cousin Heath. Let me is. guess, because he didn't talk to you? He's dead to you now? <laughs> Too Sorry, I shouldn't be a joker. No. <laughs> Um, and to oh, the point where, so good. to the point where I had a friend of mine who oh. heard my mother refer to him as cousin Heath, and he goes, "Why she call Heath Ledger cousin Heath?" Oh, really? And I've gone, "Well, because her last name's Ledger." Are you really related to Heath Ledger? <laughs> well, not now. He's dead, but <laughs> and had him going. That's awesome. But my mum's been a, a big one for that. So, uh, for those roadies who are Tassie based. You would probably be aware that in Penguin, where uh, South Road basically starts, is the epicentre of the South Road Boys, the the mecca 
<laughs> if you like, of the South Road Mecca, Boys. I like that. Yeah, exactly. Isn't it? Yeah, Mecca. So there's a the restaurant there called Monty's. And that Monty's was there down near the caravan park for, for many, many years. What is Monty's uh, now, by the way? If I can just stop you. Is it actually anything now? No. No, Monty's, I don't... It, I think it got taken over as a cafe for a while. Um, and now I think they just oh. run it as... So it's like, it's like a, a, caravan a, a park. derelict shell that's like been left over from a zombie apocalypse or anything. No, I don't think so. Okay. No, but the, the owners that I worked for, uh, Jenny and Noel, they sold it a few years ago. Quite a few years ago now, um, and they've retired and, and moved elsewhere. Um, but the funny thing was, the owners that I worked for from when I was fifteen, so I started as a dish pig for them, working on <laughs> dish weekends. Pig. I've never heard that before, haven't you? No, dish pig. Dish so pig. basically, I was the guy just doing the dishes in the restaurant, but it paid cash in hand. I mean, not cash in no, hand. No, of course, no one would ever do that. Man. No, we love the tax man. Actually, I'm certain the tax man is probably listening right now. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Malcolm, hello. <laughs> we love you, Malcolm. Yeah. Um, oh, statute of limitations. You can't pull me up for 20 bucks worth of tax over 15, 30. Man, this is... Oh, shit, 30 years this ago. This is yeah. Australia. Yeah, true that. Where we'll get that tax back, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, they... Jenny was the owner and she went to this op shop and she found this portrait of a guy who looked like he was probably from the late 1800s. The reason why she bought this portrait, and it was quite big, it was probably a metre and a half wide by maybe two metres big. It had a beautiful gold ornate frame. And now the restaurant itself was called Monty's, and it was on Johnson's Beach. And people would come in and they'd see this big portrait and they would think that for some reason it had some sort of you know, relevance or whatever. And the story started with them by saying... It was Mr. Monty Johnson, who Johnson's Beach was named after. Now, Mr. Monty Johnson was one of the first settlers to Penguin. They named Johnson's Beach after him. He had a wife. He had three children or four children. One died of tuberculosis. There was this big, long story that went with it. And and this is his portrait. And we put it up there in memory of him, and that's why we named the restaurant Monty's. Great story. Great story. So this used to go on and on and on. And my mother... Um, and, and stepfather were great friends of, of Jenny and Noel. And anyway, one, one year for Christmas, I think, my mother decided to put this, and it's now called fake news. Um, <laughs> hashtag <laughs> with, fake news. Hashtag fake news. Um, decided to put this story in a little plaque that would sit next to the portrait. Oh, and that would just simply brilliant. be... Yeah, an A4 piece of paper, just nicely stuck, like yeah, behind plexiglass next to the portrait. So it wasn't, so it wasn't part and, of the portrait. It was a separate entity to the portrait. You know, yeah, uh, exactly. So if yep. you go to an art gallery, you'll see the painting and then next to it in plexiglass yep. will just be an A4 piece of paper with a bit of a blue. There's nothing saying with an arrow that this is about this painting. It was the only <laughs> painting there and it did say, this is a portrait of oh, Mr. Okay, Johnson. Okay, right, sorry. <laughs> yeah. I was hoping that bit wasn't there. So you could say, look, we never actually said... It was about this painting. <laughs> but the funny thing was, Monty Johnson was a real person. Yep. That was, that was, I don't think that was ever in dispute. So my mum decided that she needed to do a bit of fact checking. And this was before the, the intimate web became a thing. So she had to do a bit of old school. So she called this, a couple of places. This was back when there was and, MySpace. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Way before the internet. Exactly. 
And so she called the local council chambers in Penguin and explained who she was and explained what she was doing. And she was doing some research on Mr. Monty Johnson and and whatever. And the lady behind the counter went, we don't really have that much information on him. But if you go down to Monty's restaurant, they have his portrait <laughs> hanging up. <laughs> really? So, oh, that's brilliant. yeah, true story. Wow. They referred my mother to Jenny and Noel because they were the authoritative source on Mr. Monty oh, Johnson. That's so spectacular. If you are a penguinite or from the northwest coast of Tasmania and you've heard about Mr. Monty Johnson, everything you've probably heard has come from it's something bullshit. that is completely 100% made up. But bullshit. And it was... I was going to say, does that yeah. make you wonder, though, about the history of identities in small towns throughout the world now? Oh, absolutely. Because, I mean, if you've ever met Noel, who was the owner and, and the chef at Monty's, after a couple of red wines, he could tell a story. <laughs> and it would go on and on and on. So this this small story just continued to explode. And they just added some of those small little details that you go, that can't be made up. Why would you make something like that up? Like a child died of tuberculosis in 1903. Like that's just a weird thing to add without it being true. true. Well, of course they fucking added it because they were pissed <laughs> and they made it up. <laughs> just like any other story. Well, actually, that, that actually brings me back to something I was going to mention about last night. Once again, oh, yeah. we're, we have ways of segueing so beautifully considering we don't know what each other's <laughs> going to talk about. Um, it's like we're in boobs. motion together, like <laughs> boobs here. Um, I watched uh, the fourth episode or fourth chapter of Insidious, the mm-hmm. movie, last night. Nice little horror movie. Yep. Um, I actually quite like the Insidious series. I think it's been really cool. Um, it's actually written and created by Lee Wainer, who did uh, the Saw series as well, started that off. Who you've uh, met. Oh, I met, yeah, I met when he was in Tassie uh, filming Dying Breed about the Tasmanian cannibals. Mm. Um, but good series. <laughs> but this was number four. And I must admit, look, I got a couple of really good jumps out of it to the point where I even said fuck once audibly. Um, <laughs> but I, I set it up, but like I'll turn all the lights out. I'm watching it by myself. I was playing a uh, game on the Xbox beforehand called, um, uh, I think it's called Outlast, in which it's all kind of dark <laughs> and you're trying to escape all these weird dudes and... So I was already in the right frame of mind. Uh, but the movie itself was, look, it was okay. And it fit into the series nicely, mm. but it wasn't, it's not something where I'd go, roadies, guys, girls, you got to watch this movie. It was spectacular. It was case of, if you mm-hmm. watch the others, you know, it's okay. So my question to you is, and to the roadies, when should movies stop making sequels? And I'm going to use a perfect example now. They're making another Indiana Jones movie. Yes. Like, where's the stop point? Like, should there be a point where I realise everything's a money game? It should be a point where we just say, look, that's it. We've done it really well to there. Should we go any further? And this didn't need number four. The first the first two were spectacular. They blended into each other perfectly. The third one was pretty good. Fourth one's kind of, eh, it's okay. I don't know, where's the stop point? I mean, can you think of any series where you look at it and go... Oh, they really shouldn't have done that. Police Academy 8? (laughs) (laughs) That's a really solid example. 
Um, I mean, no, no oh. offense to Michael Winslow, the human fucking sound machine. He wouldn't still be in it but, at number eight, would he? Surely. Oh, I bet you he was. He's still out there making a living just doing sound effects. <laughs> I mean, the man was gifted. Don't get me wrong, but I cannot understand how they got to eight Police Academy films. Yeah, I mean, it was funny at the start. There's no doubt about that. Mm. But high tower really, is it really eight? Did you Google? Sorry, I've, um, I've just did um, you bing I've that? Just asked Ask Jeeves. Jeeves. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh no, duck, I've, duck, um, duck, 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 go, go, goose, fucking what, yes. platypus. I don't know what is it. Yeah, duck, duck, go. Um, yeah, there were eight, eight police academy films from 1984 to 1994. Jeez, they didn't waste any time, did they? That's nearly one a year. Yeah, and it's just... Um, look, I thoroughly enjoyed every single one of them. Like, don't get me wrong, but uh, I- I'm not sure that it needed eight. I didn't think there was that much story in it. Eight. Um, Has there really been eight? eight? Yes. Eight police academies. Yes. The first one was obvious. I would never have thought that. Yet, strangely enough, it's taken nearly 20 years to get a sequel to Avatar. Actually, no, it wouldn't be 20 years. No, 10 years. 10 years. But I suppose, well, look, I think if you look at films that... Make a heap of money, like Avatar. (laughs) Yeah, but if you look at films that were good enough to make a sequel, and that sequel has stood up to the first, I think there's very, very few. Uh, uh, Terminator. Terminator. Terminator 2 is a great example of the second almost being better than the first. Yep. Yet the third one, though. Shit house. It didn't get much better later I'm on. I'm assuming Rocky. I'm assuming Cameron actually let go of the reins and let someone else do number three. Uh, yeah, Rocky, Rocky Rocky was great. Uh number two, was that Dolph? Did we get Dolph in number two? Wasn't that Apollo Creed? Wasn't that the Didn't he fight Apollo in the first one though or not? Yeah, but didn't don't you remember it stopped just as I were about to hit? And then the second one oh, or the really? next film Yeah. Oh, look, there's roadies out there who are just yelling at their headphones right so, now going, you fucking idiots, well, why oh, do you no, know? No. There's, there's another one. Um, see, Creed's about to come out, the sequel to Creed. Yeah. Um, is it called? The, is that what it's called? Creed? Oh, okay. But it works out that his son or whatever is going to fight, whatever it is. But um, that's still going, in other words, that series. So that would nearly be about eight for that. Yeah. But here's one, right? I didn't like the sequels to... Oh, no. Karate Kid, right? I oh, really love the first one. Second one I thought was great. Third one is batshit crazy. But I am <laughs> I know what you're so say. super hyped so? for the current red YouTube Red 25, 30 years on sequel to the original Karate Kid. Oh, I think that looks... It is, and it's a series, it's, not just a movie, I believe. Yeah, yep. it just looks like the business. Yeah, it looks like it's going to be that nice blend of serious with taking the piss. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. And I, but I quite like, like I went and I think I called you. I saw the original Train Spotting, 
and that's a film that's 20 yep. years old um, about, and for those people who haven't seen it, it's about heroin addicts in Glasgow in Scotland. Um, and this film is 20 years on and it's the same people and, and what happens to them 20 years later. And I just, I loved it because I thought, and it got hated, like people fucking hated on it. Um, but I thought it, it had just the right blend of flashbacks and paying homage to the last one. Yeah, I I enjoyed that. Um, but yeah, I, I, there's not that many films that have sequeled successfully that well. Um, what about indies? Oh, well, fucking Star Wars. There you go, bang. Yeah, Star Wars obviously had its speed bumps. Yeah. Um, but come back with a bang. I actually just watched uh, Last Jedi a couple of nights ago, brought it on Blu-ray, and turned that motherfucker up and still love the shit out of it. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. And as I told you, I cried yeah. in it. I, there's a couple of moments where I just thought that was just so brilliant. Yeah. And I will say, like, the, their, their speed ups for me are the second trilogy. Like, there was just parts in that yeah. that were very naff and just didn't quite work. But, look, I still don't hate them. I just don't love them. No. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just happy so. that universe is still going. It's great. But, yeah, new indie movie. Not so sure about that one. Saw? Yeah, lost its... I see they brought out um, Jigsaw was a new kind of um, extenuating, extenuating. Here we go, author not a talker. Um, <laughs> Easy for you to. Uh, that, that, that's a big bucket of wine you've got going on. It is actually loving this wine. We should drink more often while we do podcasts. Um, <laughs> and by where you mean you? Yeah, well you don't drink. Yeah, so I'll do enough for both of us. I'm on. I'm on the American champagne. <laughs> Coca Cola, symbol of the free west. Uh, whereas I'm thinking a nice, uh, nice cab sav, nice red. Mm. Uh, where are we? Um, Saw. So Jigsaw came out. That was kind of a little bit of a, yes. a reinvention. Still continued the story, mm. but a bit of a reinvention. Just didn't quite do it. Didn't quite do it at all. Oh, here's one for you that I thought didn't lose. It lost its way and then came back with a vengeance by the time they got to about number five. Okay. Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, look, I'm going to say there's glimpses. Okay. I'm not going to say it's great. I think once we get past number three, which I think is possibly Dream Warriors, yeah, um, I think it lost its way a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you see, um, um, a few of the I see Halloween's about to come out again soon. A re, a re... Actually, I think it's going to be a sequel because Carpenter's coming back and doing that. And I think it's actually going to be a true sequel to the second movie. I think. Oh, okay. So he's going back and saying, okay, we're going to disregard all the shit that happened. I'm going to go back and I'm going to continue the story that I told. Ah. So it's just, I mean, there are moments when it works, but. Uh, Lord of the Rings. See, I didn't watch any of the Hobbit movies. <gasps> I enjoyed, what I enjoyed Lord? Lord of the Rings. I enjoyed all three. Um, but but yeah. you see, essentially they weren't really, I didn't consider them to be sequels. sequels. They were a continuation of a story that had been done. Yeah, fair enough. They weren't just coming up with a new story because it had been a really popular movie. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the difference. Yep. I think the, the the one that gets uh, the Godfather. Yeah. So here's the thing: um, admission to the roadies. I have mm. not seen any of the Godfather movies. Really? And I love Pacino. 
I think that guy's amazing. So why have you why have you not gone and sought them I actually out? I don't know. For some reason, it's just never stood up as I need to watch those movies. You don't like Brando? Is that your thing? No, there's no one that I dislike. It's just never. You come to me on your daughter's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it was, I don't remember the fucking line. But um, um, yeah, haven't do seen you know it. what it was? I have just duck duck goat it, and we have both been remiss. What? I'm not sure whether or not you would have seen it. I have seen not only the sequel, but the third instalment of this series and loved all three. It's going to be a kid's movie, as isn't much. Ah, uh, Shrek. Fucking Toy Story. Toy Story, okay. <laughs> oh, come yeah, on. Yeah, look, I will say that is pretty cool. Yeah, like, I remember even watching the original Toy Story and just being in awe of how... Because it was just, it seemed to be so cutting edge. Like, to have that... It was for its time. Yeah, and there were heartstrings being pulled in the second and the third one, and uh, at any time you get to say Woody all over again. (laughs) (laughs) Woody, Woody, Woody. Yeah, the the 14-year-old teenager comes out. And I'm not a a massive Tom Hanks fan, um, if I'm perfectly honest, Um, but... In that film, I think he's he's brilliant, and that's I think I saw him recently on a talk show, and he said the animated films that he's done are the hardest ones he's ever had to do. Oh, really? Yeah, because what they do is they don't know what inflection they want on the line at the time of doing it. They don't know what the feel is going to be or or how they're going to do the character. So they'll get you to come in and do yep. the same line thirty seven times. Add the animation later. And then they do the animation later. And then they, then you realise when you're watching the film that it was take three is the one they used. Okay. And not take 38. Yep. Um, and then apparently at the end of the day, they just get you to go, uh, ah, whoa, and, and just do all these sounds so that they've got this bank of grunts and sound yep. effects and whatever they can use. A bit like if someone had a microphone in the bedroom when I have sex. <laughs> uh, yeah, that'd probably be it. Look, is that it? Uh, for the record, I'd like to think that I am a little bit better than that, but uh, you'd like in reality. Back <laughs> uh, well. to reality. Oop, there goes gravity. Oop, Look, there goes if anyone's <laughs> wondering, just um, I don't know, shoot Jazz an email. <laughs> so you should appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> You know, so I didn't I, actually I, drop I can, her email address in. <laughs> yeah, I can I can tell you with a very large degree of certainty, she would not. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, okay. I think it's. I, didn't they make a film about it? Gone in sixty seconds. Wow! <laughs> wow! <laughs> you went there. Or chitty chitty bang bang. <laughs> You're taking way too much joy out of this. I just way too much. That's joy what she out of said. This. That's what she said. Uh, <laughs> and you're and you're meant to be my friend. You know, it's funny. Um, I, actually, in this episode, I yes. fully had a oh, uh, five things that shit me set up ready yes. to go. Yes. Uh, and we're actually the way we're going on time. I don't reckon we've got time for it. I reckon I'm going to have to hold off on that one. Um, no, go on, do it. But I'm thinking, do it. I'll put the music in. now to be number six because um, you would be number one. <laughs> right, let's do it again. We'll, we'll skip through a quick again. We'll do a quick one. You ready? Right. I'll put the music. Go in. the music. Cue it. 
One, two, three, four, five things that shit me. Right on. Number one. Big brother. <laughs> that outdated fuckstick of a fucking stupid ass show where all those people jump on it just because they know they might get famous is coming back again. Oh, I thought you were talking about George Orwell's 1984 and the whole concept of Big Brother, not the actual TV no, the show. the fucking TV show. And you know why they're bringing it back? So that they can get more people back to Dreamworld? The host is Lisa <laughs> Wilkinson. So in other words, because they've paid a oh, shit ton of money for her, they've got to come up with all these reasons to make her do things to make it worthwhile. Yeah, but you know what? I don't blame Lisa. Oh, it's not I her fault. Blame... Fuck. Look... I've been the person who's gone on a reality TV show, so I should not one be. You got married stones. on a reality TV show. I did. I yes. Um, so I really can't be. I mean, glass people in glass houses. One shouldn't walk around naked, and two shouldn't throw stones. Three shouldn't live in a fucking glass house. Like, yeah, true that. Unless, of course, you're a tomato, and then it's a great that's environment. That's a completely different scenario. Tomato, right, big tomato. brother. So, big brother. It's it's the first season when it came out. 57 years ago, yes. was actually kind of cool because when they came out of the house, no one realised this suddenly star power and this excitement that was going to happen when they walked out. It was amazing. Well, but so many people who have, have come out of the Big Brother franchise have still got careers oh, from well, um, Look, Fitzy and Whipper, for instance, on radio. Yeah. Um, uh, what's it, Lisa Marie? She did the, the bunny butt dance. Yeah. There you go. And um, uh, and also, and this sounds very bad to say, but um, I think it was the woman that comes second. She's a bit of a larger woman. She still does radio, yeah. but I can't remember her name. And she's quite no. good too. I think she was also on, um, is it The Voice? No, not The Voice. It was that show where all the ladies sit around the table and they'll chat about stuff. Um, the View. The View. Yeah, she was also on that. Yeah, she was kind oh, of cool. Anyway, so yeah, Big Brother. Fucking yes. outdated fuckstick of a show. Fuck it off. Don't bring it back. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing against you, Lisa. Right, number two. Yeah. People who say you, you're going to, I've, I've spoke to you about this before. I've ranted on Facebook about this before. <laughs> I think I nearly even put it in a blog post on my um, author page. Oh, shit. People who say happy birthday on Facebook to people they don't even <laughs> fucking know. Thanks to this generic happy birthday, Joe. And so what you do is you get 150 fucking happy birthday messages. And 147 of them are people you wouldn't even fucking meet in an alleyway, and they wouldn't say, they wouldn't say hello even if they did run into you. Like it's a complete fucking waste of time. Don't fucking say happy birthday. You don't need to. You don't know the person. You just associated by Facebook. It means fucking nothing. But you've friended them, so you know, give them a give them a quarter. Give them why? a why. I, I actually I don't know I, why you friended them. I actually them. don't say happy birthday to anyone on Facebook. I will send people a personal message if I know them well enough that it's important because birthdays are great. They're good. Oh, they are. But yep. um, I will never apply to people to say happy birthday to my Facebook. And I know there's people that actually say happy birthday to my Facebook because they know it <laughs> shits me. I know there are. But it's a waste and that's of time. why I sent don't a fatogram. We did. Exactly. It makes sense. <laughs> Because you knew I hated it, so you made the extra effort, and I appreciate that. It's love. It's love. Right now. Serious note for number three. Need a mouthful oh. of red wine for this one. Whew, things are about to get serious. Serious. 
online bullying. Oh, okay. And, I, and wow. I'm, I'm going to localize this a little bit. Uh, I've seen so many comments on social media regarding the Aussie cricketers at the moment, Smith and Warner, <laughs> saying things such as, you basically should just go and die. Go and kill yourself. No one oh, loves you. It's a fucking great game of cricket, people. Calm down. Yes, we're disappointed. Not the end of the world. Step away from your keyboards. Just fucking yeah, stop prob- it. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying, but the same thing that gives you and I the, the luxury to vent or spew forth whatever uh, virile thoughts that we may have that some people will find humorous and we hope that the roadies do but other people may find very offensive is the same freedoms that are, are given to those people but they're just you're absolutely right like those keyboard warriors who just spew forth nothing but vile That's hatred, all it is, hatred that that it speaks more to their character than to the character of the person it's directed to. And and for those people, like those people who are in the public eye, probably either can deal with it or have people around them that can help deal with it. The ones that I feel sorry for are those people who, those keyboard warriors have kids and those keyboard warrior kids have the same thought processes and the same mentality as their parents and they spew forth this hatred on teenage kids. And it's those mm. teenage kids who... Continuation just, of habits. Yeah. It's just... People have no idea how much it just can destroy a person who is just a fragile anyway. And I'm not saying we should treat everyone with baby gloves and, and you can't tell someone X, Y, and Z. But you know what? When you're hiding behind a keyboard, it's just a pussy move. But no, that look at the... Um, as an example too, something completely different... The memes regarding all the uh, kids that have gone out on the um, basically standing up against government. Oh, the march. The big march. So yeah. you're looking at, talking about a million kids that have jumped out. Yeah. And they're basically standing up. And I think the statement was that our generation are going to form a revolution. You know, we're going to change this mm. country. Because at the end of the day, you're not changing it for us. It's our lives that are getting killed. So we have to do something yeah. about it. So then people make up memes with a picture of this kid saying, we're going to start a revolution with uh, someone underneath saying... You're going to start a revolution. You can't even start a lawnmower. Like it's kind yeah, of funny, exactly. You know, but and you know, like they had a walkout. They had a school walkout one day just to basically protest and say this is not good enough. Our lives need to change. We want to be safe. And then people come back yeah. and say, oh, "I bet you wouldn't have done it if it wasn't a school day. You wouldn't have given a shit." I mean, it's just you know, uh, look. Gra- I, I gra- grab of... it and say, "Look, isn't it amazing? These kids are actually doing something. Don't just slag it off and bag it out." But as Tay Tay would say, "Player's going to oh, play, hate's going to yeah, hate." It is, but uh, she, maybe she's the voice of a new generation. Taylor she Swift, could be the new president of America. She could yeah. Taylor for president twenty twenty. It's better than Kardashians because I think my, I already said two years ago that they're going to get voted in as the president next. That's your vote, yep, is Kardashians? It? Any of them? What happens any, if any of the ha- thirteen of them, or however many there are? What happens if? And the rumours are true. What happens if the rumours become true and the most powerful woman on the planet, Oprah Winfrey, runs? 2020. Black woman running for president. Tell me that you cannot see that happening. I don't think it'll happen. 
Really? No, don't think it will. Well, there you go. I didn't think you could, but you just yeah. did. So <laughs> that's settled yeah. then. Um, number four. <laughs> no, okay. so, so we've gone, we've gone deep, we've gone dark, we've gone serious, right? Uh, and that's all about Oprah. Yeah. Uh, vitamin, deep, vitamin dark B. And serious. <laughs> vitamin B. Right? Things to shit me. So. Uh, as you know, I've got a little bit of psoriasis and stuff. Not an uncommon thing for people yes. these days. I've used this wonderful new mix from Boland's Pharmacy in Burnie, which I must say is fucking spectacular. Um, if anyone's yes. local and has any psoriasis, um, try this shit out. It's amazing. Um, best yes. thing I've had in 15 years. It's incredible. But yes. he suggested to me, take some vitamin B. If you don't have vitamin B, um, it's great for yes. skin reproduction, like all that kind of thing. So I'm taking vitamin B. Every time I have a capsule, within about an hour, it looks like my urine is radioactive. That (laughs) shit is glowing, my friend. Glowing. It's like I've just gone and tucked five barocas down my throat or put them in intravenously. Um, Why vitamin B do you have to make me feel as though I am sicker by taking you? Fucking stop it. (laughs) Yes. That's number four. Number five. But hang on. Yep. I'm just, just trying to skip through because I realise our time's getting low. Uh, well, B, well, beer, just to let you know, beer's quite high in vitamin B as well, so. Just top up the glass <laughs> there, by the way. Now I've got a bit of a break. Fair enough. Well, Can I just say that okay. I've actually... Um, vitamin B. I'm actually not far away from knocking over nearly an entire bottle of red. <laughs> oh, I... so, no wonder I'm getting a bit angry. This could be a three-hour <laughs> podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Mind you, I did hear someone respond to our Facebook post the other day saying they're looking forward to hearing our six-hour podcast on the history of violence. I did see that. Um, I'm, once again, I'm well up for it. I don't think one roadie is enough to cause us to do no. six hours on a topic that neither of us know anything oh, there, about. There'd be no facts. No facts at all. No, and uh, I'm not sure how funny it would this be. This all come down from the fact that um, a... Group of drunken hens at a hens party in Melbourne looked yes. at me and thought I was a Viking. That's where the whole thing come from. So people don't actually care about the history of Vikings. It came from a throwaway comment. Oh, I love roadies. They're so cool. Uh, they are. <sighs> Number five. Yes. This is another dark, deep hole. <laughs> that needs to be filled. <laughs> oh. People, once again on social media, who don't mm. think we can care about more than one thing at a time. In other words, if we jump on and say, oh, the fucking Japanese, they keep slaughtering the whales, or the rest of someone will come on and say, oh, but what about the pandas? You don't care about the pandas. It's like, we do care about the pandas, but we're talking about the whales right now. We can care about two things at once. We're just not talking right now about the fucking pandas that won't fuck each other. And then they turn around and go, Minky, don't think so. <laughs> what? Have you seen those people that do that? Like, there'll be a topic, and people will be going on about the topic, and then they'll just throw another topic in. It's like, well, yeah, we can't care about more than one thing at a time. It's just we're talking about this one now. Yeah, but I think the problem being is that that's all it's... it's people are idiots. People, people are dicks. People are... <laughs> See you next Tuesdays. You might as well face it, you're a dick with a glove. Oh, wow. Jeez, you brought that around, Will. 
Mr. Robert I'm Palmer. I'm very happy with that. Nice. Oh, that's been my favourite for so long. You know, that, that I, would have been I, a perfect segue to go straight out of this if Thoughtful yes. Troy wasn't still sitting in the wings. I, I just can't... Ne- I can no longer hear Robert Palmer without going, you might as well face a jury dick with a glove. I'm going to hear that now. Every, every Once time. you hear the other lyrics, <laughs> never goes away. Yeah. I, I, so that's... That's five things. I, I, the prob- I think the thing is, though, with that, is that I don't think that people realise... I don't think people actually care on either topic... There may be a conversation about it, but I think once that Facebook conversation finishes, that's, for most people, that's the extent of it. I think it's a way of turning it around so they feel more important. Everyone's talking about this, so I'm going to throw something in so people talk to me. Not talk about that, they talk to me. Which, well, you know what that does? That brings it back to um, the people who... Okay, so look, there has been the cricket scandal. What have you just dropped? I dropped my phone. Um... (laughs) You've had that cricket scandal, and then all of a sudden you have people go, "Yeah, can, we, can we call it dying ball tampering because it sounds dirtier and filthier?" And I think uh, the roadies like that shit. So you've had the ball tampering, ball uh, tam- ball tampering, tampering, <laughs> and then you have other people go, "Yeah, but there's kids dying in Africa." Well, fucking yeah, there are, and you know what? There was kids dying in Africa before the ball tampering, and there's going to be. And there's going to be kids dying after the ball tampering. Da, 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 tampering. <laughs> I don't know why we're doing that. I don't know why I'm doing that. Neither Other than the fact about three quarters of a bottle of red. Maybe that's why. <laughs> and look, yes, absolutely. There are many things, many, many things that probably should be consuming our thoughts more than ball tampering. Da, 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 tampering. <laughs> but... For some reason, that just strikes a chord. I think it just... And and the reason why Australia's copying it in the A is because we have been over it like white on rice, which is probably no longer a politically that correct... sounds very racist, actually. <laughs> it just does. Um, <laughs> sorry. That's, that's really bad. That's, that's, I just don't that know why it is. That actually comes under the same kind of fingers are up saying realm... Um, as me mm. mentioning the blacks like about ten episodes ago. <laughs> no, I don't think it does. <laughs> I think it does. Yeah, I I don't know why mine is. It just sounds it. <laughs> the, the... <laughs> yeah, mine just was. It just was. Yeah, yeah this is true. <laughs> Mind I'll you, give you, that one. It's not as bad as what my uh, deceased grandfather used to say was. If he did something nice for somebody, which was rare. And someone used to say, oh, thanks very much for doing that for me. I really, really appreciate it. He goes, ah, oh, that's all right. Do the same thing for a black fella. <laughs> like, I remember that like saying, but I'd forgotten it completely. <laughs> you don't get much more racist than that. Um, but anyway, wow. back to ball tampering. Yes, there are a thousand things in this world that probably should be consuming our thoughts more than that. But... We have given it to every other country oh, for, yeah. for for doing similar or whatever acts, and now it's our turn to cop it in the A. And unfortunately, those two boys are just going to have to, you know, bend over and take yep. it. And there's nothing. Can I just can say once again, this will end up being a three-hour podcast, but 
Um, Steve Smith, I know, and we know his history. He's a very emotional guy. Like he, Smitty. he was very upset. Well, I mean, yep, he got caught. He's done the wrong thing. I'm not saying he's innocent, yeah. but he was visually, emotionally very upset and struggled to talk through that interview. Um, why do you think he's? Why do you think? Like, I understand why he probably brought his wife to the to the press conference. I'm not sure why his young children uh, need because to leave his here, manager though. said it was a really cool thing to do. That's yeah, my I opinion. think his managers. Yep. I, I don't think his manager's done him any favours no, there. I don't think so. Because it's like a bit of a token it, effort. But I, I, I purely believe his tears and his emotion were real. No doubt. Yeah, about but that I at think, all. I think he was genuinely upset. Yep. But I think he's probably more upset that he he's been oh, caught so pub- no doubt about so that. publicly. Yeah, it's ruined his career. It's so ruined publicly, his life and all the rest. Uh, for now, we'll forget. And Australians it, are great at reality- forgiving and forgetting. Especially if you're a winner. Yeah, exactly right. But here's the thing. David Warner, I don't yes. believe those crocodile tears whatsoever. No. No way. It's but- like, oh, shit. Smithy did a cry. Fuck, I've got to do a cry too. I'm going to do my gonna best. Go and I'm going to try it. Um, that, they were crocodile tears, seriously. <laughs> but the thing is, I think that the actual... Um, the International Rules Committee, I think their actual penalty is you miss a match and you forfeit that oh, match's salary. Mm. It, but these people have lost almost a career yep. out of um, it because if you're out of the game too long... And so, you know why? The media forced it. There you go. That was so strong in the media, everyone involved in Cricket Australia said, we've got to do something really big here. We've got to save the day. We've got to ass rape them. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> a bit, a bit of a uh, bit of reverse ball tampering. <laughs> tampering, tampering, tampering. Probably wasn't the right time for an echo, no. then, was it? <laughs> no. Uh, well, well, we are at the end, we but we need to get to what has now become perhaps my favourite time of oh, the week. I love that. Are you talking it's about sex just... with your wife? No, she's away for the evening. Oh, sex with yourself. Bit of ball tampering. (laughs) Tampering, tampering, tampering. (laughs) I just said, like, your mum's here is something random because your mum's staying with you. Here's something random in the house. Yeah. Goes up to the door thinking, what's going on there? And all she is is tampering, 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 tampering. (laughs) And there's me with a piece of sandpaper and a kookaburra. (laughs) I tell you what. That's not the right way to do it. Oh, that's painful. Yeah, so if there are any of the um, the, the prepubescent roadies out there, yeah, uh, getting a bit of sandpaper on your balls. No. <laughs> not your first Don't step. Don't do it the Steve like, Smith, Davey Warner way. That's not the way. No, you might, you, you might get there eventually. Oh. But, um, <laughs> It's oh, it's all fifty shades, isn't it? Oh, that's a, no, that's a lot more shades, a lot more shades. <laughs> wow, <laughs> I got nothing on that. I'm, I've actually I've I've clamped my legs together <laughs> like a like a girl. That's actually no, that's going to be very inappropriate if I say things like that. No, there's no. nothing. You you, you can't. I was, no, <laughs> was going to go in the religious route, and that's not a good thing to do at Easter. <laughs> Speaking of religion. Speaking of religion, yes. We started, well, you started this 
a few weeks ago, and it is for me. It has become one of my most <laughs> favourite and looking forward to things ever, where we have had a, a guru evolve on the oh, South Road sounds Boys. So good, evolve. It just does. I just for some reason I just think of you know this this mental giant basically teaching us the better way, you know. And the, the 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 teachings of thoughtful Troy is something that I just... Uh, I'm just going to put in the theme. Uh, here comes the theme music. Welcome to the teachings of thoughtful Troy. <laughs> Take this seriously, Jay. Seriously? I am. I am. Can I call you Swami? No. That's thoughtful, <laughs> oh, Troy. Okay. Um, okay. The sun and the moon look exactly the same size to the eye. Yet the sun is 400 times bigger than the moon. It's incredible. So next time, when you're feeling like you've put on a little bit of weight, <laughs> don't stand so close to people. <laughs> And you'll feel a lot better about yourself. <laughs> and everything will be fine. Thank you. And bless. <laughs> I can't, I, we are the South Road boys. Uh, I'm Joe. Oh, and we love you. <laughs> Didn't even get the we certainly are bit. There you go, you better add that in now.